Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. We're here in the great outdoors, so if you hear some ambient noise, that's cool. But uh, we are here with a, uh, a very special guest, and I'm Tim. And I'm Miss, and that special guest is Mark. We met him during Sukkot of 2019, and uh, he very kindly offered to uh, share his red pill moment with us. So, um, Mark, thanks for coming. Oh, it's a pleasure, and I'm glad to be here and hoping that I can uh, shed a little light on some of the subjects in which we may talk about. Okay, well, thanks so much. Um, I have a couple questions for you. Um, the first being, when did you become a believer? I became a believer about maybe 20 years ago, maybe 20 or 30 years ago, in a sense where I first became a believer and uh, ran right to uh, the church. Okay, and what did you discover at the church? I discovered that the church was a place that people really worship, and uh, I heard many preachers preach uh, a very extraordinary good sermon, but um, I also was being called out of the congregation because the truth was not really rooted and grounded into the Word of the Most High. Now, how did you know that the truth wasn't really grounded? I mean, what brought you to that point? Well, you have the Spirit, and the Spirit dwells within us, and the Spirit's going to guide you to all truth. Okay. And sometimes that, what's being taught, it just doesn't really line up, and the things that they're doing just doesn't line up. Uh, for instance, the, um, the Holy Days, you know, versus the Pagan Days. Uh, there's a big uh, line between the two. Well, where did you hear about the Holy Days? I guess you were reading the Bible for yourself? and Yes, I was reading in the Bible myself, um, and I came across, well, it was a period of time where I was in this year, great tribulation to a degree, and where I was alone, and the Most High was teaching me, you know, His ways. Um, then all, all of a sudden I came across a great deal of scriptures that uh, will give me a good pathway on what is good and what is bad, what is his holy days and what are the pagan days. And I had to choose between the two. And the Spirit would continue to teach me uh, on a direction in which I should go. Well, that feels like our experience, Brother Mark. Um, I think we talked about it in our first podcast in the beginning, we called it, uh, where uh, we would watch Christian TV and we'd hear these ministers talking about the holy days and um, as they would explain them, something really spoke to me. And that's really where, what got Miss and me started uh, going down this direction, the, the holy days. Um, so we, here we are, and uh, we're, we're not turning back. We're, we're going. So um, what do you do with the high holy days? And, uh, and have you stopped acknowledging the uh, not as holy days? <laughs> that are in the calendar? <laughs> well, the pagan days are, are not something that is pleasing to the Most High. I mean, but His holy days is something that we can grow into and be fellowship with one another and do those things according to which He had um, laid down the foundation, um, such as the Passover, you know, and just like Yeshua said, you know, I, I would like to keep this Passover before I suffer in the Feast of Tabernacle when he took Peter, James, and John up on a high mountain and it was transfiguration and 
and um, things of that nature. And at the beginning of the ages, how that everyone shall come up and worship him on certain times and for certain uh, particular feasts as well. You know, that's a good point. I, I read about the, the High Holy Days and I know that the Father's instructions were that uh, these times would be an ordinance forever, an everlasting ordinance. And as we began to learn about them, I actually thought in my mind, that, well, if they're everlasting, then when are we going to start doing them? You know, uh, why wait until Yeshua's return? How about if we start doing what he said we should do now? So we, we had a similar experience there. Well, I have a question for you, uh, Brother Mark. When you said um, that we shouldn't be celebrating pagan days, most people would say, well, I'm not celebrating pagan days. I mean, especially Christians. Well, I guess they don't know the, the true meaning behind what um, the Most High have and what they're doing. For instance, Christmas. I mean, if you ever read on the 25th of Christmas, what happened in the Book of Maccabees, uh, do you really know when Yeshua was born? And I mean, that's in the Book of Luke. Um, yet, yet you want to celebrate Christmas because they tell you, well, we don't know when he was born. Uh, there's certain many, many, uh, I would consider, holy days that are, are not being kept. And people just don't have the knowledge because the congregation is not teaching the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about holy days. Um, tell us about the Sabbath and uh, what does Shabbat mean to you? Shabbat and the Sabbath means to me it is something that was passed down or given to us even from Genesis. And if you go through Genesis and you go to the Minor Prophets, you go to uh, all the way up to the book of Hebrews where it will talk in terms of the Shabbat, the Sabbath. Even if you go to the Gospels on how the, the Sabbath was kept and you go even uh, in the wilderness when the, they were in the wilderness, it was told for them to keep the Shabbat, the Sabbath as well. So the Sabbath is something from the beginning, and it's going to be something towards the end as well. Amen. 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 Well, um, what was uh, your family's reaction or your family's and friends' reaction when you started following Torah? Well, they thought I jumped off a cliff. <laughs> they just thought that I went nuts. I mean, uh, I had uh, my family come over, and they wondered, what is wrong with you? But I found out there's nothing wrong with me, and I'm wondering what's wrong with them. <laughs> because there's two sides of the story. Either you're gonna go to the side, and which is gonna leave you to destruction, or you're gonna go to the side that you can get glory and praise the Most High. Well, you know, it's a, it's a hard road to walk, you know, when the uh, people who you love are uh, looking at you and thinking that you're, you're crazy for what you're doing, and you're just doing what the Bible says you're supposed to do. That that can be, that can be a tough experience. And uh, probably a good time to ask our listeners the question that we always ask: What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs are out of line with the Father's instructions? You know, uh, you you could take one of two pills. You could take the blue one and not worry about it and keep doing what you're doing, uh, whatever that may be. Um, or you could take the red pill and you could dig a little deeper into the word and really find out what, what does this say and what are the Lord's expectations of me as a believer. 
But that's really what we're all about, encouraging people to try the red pill. Um, There's a blessing in the red pill, I would say. Amen. 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 Uh, Another question for you, Brother Mark. Um, How has following Torah affected your diet? Affecting my diet, I'm very careful of what I eat because, uh, you know, he gives us laws on what we should eat. Okay, people like pork. As long as I bless the pork, I can eat it. Yes, you think you can eat it. You can eat it. But it's a fact that he knows what he had made for his people. He give uh, some kind of guidelines on which is good to eat, scavengers, uh, or something that he bless that would be a blessing into your body. So it's the fact that I'm very careful on what I eat and according to uh, the laws on which he has given us that we may live a little bit longer than we anticipate to live. Was it hard? Was it hard switching or did you really need to switch? I mean, were you already kind of avoiding pork or shellfish? It, or? Well, shellfish, I used to eat a lot of what they call them, shrimp. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to <laughs> love shrimp, but then and again, what do shrimp do? They clean the bottom of the ocean. I mean, that's something that he created to clean the ocean, but yet we're eating the shrimps and we're eating the crabs, uh, something he provided for to do a particular task. And also the toxics that you get from those particular foods can probably harm you down the road, just like um, pork, you know, the toxics of which in the pork. What damage is going to do to your human body down the road? Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting when we think about uh, the Lord's instructions concerning the way we should eat. I wonder if um, back in the day, if people actually had a good understanding that the uh, shrimp and the lobsters and and uh, those things were the cleanup crew, or um, as yeah, as uh, brother Michael Rude would say, the garbage trucks. You know, and um, you know buzzards and you know pigs. I guess will eat anything, but there was just certain animals that you know their function seems to be to clean up. Um, It's interesting to note that, you know, the father didn't, as I recall, give us a reason, but he gave us a a clear way to distinguish that one's good for food, that one's not. And so back then, maybe they didn't know um, that shrimp were part of the cleanup crew. But now that we have um, the benefit of you know, this scientific discovery and, and more wisdom and so forth, come to find out that, that his word is still the best way. Yeah, and obedience is still the best way. I mean, at the end of the day, if we never knew the actual reason, to just be obedient to his will and his way demonstrates that we love and trust him. Amen. Amen. So uh, where do you go from, from here, Brother Mark? Um, what, what's the future look like uh, as far as you can see with regard to your walk with the Lord? My future and the way things look now is just the fact that I just have to be, like she made mention, be obedient. Uh, hear his word and meditate on his word and try to follow his word and study his word. It's a good thing to just to read his word, but to study his word. Once you study and start studying his word, it just opens your mind and uh, you can see the difference in what he's trying to tell you and then what he's explaining to you and which route way to take. All right, I think we're probably bumping up on time here a little bit, miss, would you say? Yes. So um, I just want to thank everyone. Uh, that's it for our podcast. 
And uh, next week, we'll have something really special for you. Can't tell you right now, it's a secret. Well said, miss. I got you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining. And thank you so much, Brother Mark, for uh, what you shared. And I pray that it's a blessing um, to the people who hear it. And um, I hope they'll replay it a few times and, and really let the Lord speak to them from what you said. Well, it's a pleasure being here and hoping I can fellowship with uh, y'all guys again in the near future. And um, hey, God bless. Amen. So uh, thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us here at Red Pill Torah, where you, you can, can handle, handle the, the truth. truth.